Today's story concerns adult subject matter for mature listeners. If that's not your cup of tea, or there are youngsters listening, please skip this one and come back for another story another time. You're listening to Pride Month on The Voice of Dog. This is Rob McWolf, your fellow traveler, and today's story is the second and final part of Bear-Assed Broadway by Ash Veliska, who is thrilled that you all came back to listen to part two. This story and many others by talented writers can be found in Foxers and Bear Reefs, published by Armored Fox Press. Ash swears to us that he is going to actually get his writing back and accessible sometime before 2025. Previously on Bear Us Broadway, Richard, rejected from another round of auditions, looks for comfort with his tiger boyfriend Ryan. But over a year has passed now, and life has moved forward for everyone. Please enjoy... Bear Ass Broadway by Ash Veliska, Part 2 of 2. Summer 2006 Richard bounced to the door, his stubby tail flicking back and forth furiously. Hey, handsome. A devilish grin spread across Ryan's face. Delivery for Richard? That'll be thirty-two twenty-five before tip. Oh no, I think I'm a little short. The chipmunk looked down at his feet, rocking his hips back and forth. But maybe I can pay in trade? I think we can work something out. Ryan chuckled as he stepped over the small piles of clothing scattered across the floor. So, I didn't get my midday booty call. So either you bailed on the addition again, or you got the gig. He swiped a slice of pizza from the box, holding it out behind him. Double pepperoni and pineapple. You are looking at the newest member of Gay Broadway Review. Richard looked up from the floor, his legs spread in a deep split. Tossing the pizza back into the open box, Ryan pulled his shirt up over his head. Oh, is it just me or just get a bit warm in here? I mean... He took a step toward the chipmunk. It just got so hot. Hey, keep it on, stud. I'm starving. Food, then fucking. The loud backfire of a cab's engine cut through the tiger's deep sleep. I don't fucking miss this noise. His tail thumped loudly against the floor. But my, my, that's a sight to see. Most people goon on poppers, you know. Ryan chuffed, looming over Richard as he ground the chipmunk's face into the sweat-stained pouch of his jocks. Shut up. I'm not complaining, just enjoying the view sport. I, I think you missed a spot. Ryan reached out his free hand, pressing the chipmunk's face deeper into the sweat-stained mesh pouch. If you're a good boy, you can keep this one, too. Spring, 2007 Richard shuffled back and forth on the smooth stage, his rough, callous paws making quiet scraping noise that for him filled the room, but went unnoticed. His eyes darted around the room, checking out a line of poised dancers, all eyes fixed on the ferret at the front of the stage, reviewing his notes. If we won, barked the ferret, my name is Jacques Lecroix, I am your new, how do you say, choreographer? The ferret spun around to face the multi-species line of dancers all pulled up to stand their tallest on the invisible puppet strings. I have been honored to make this show worthy of a waltz. The review's pathetic, the dancing amateur, the look. His eyes rest on Richard. 
is lacking. The air in the room thickened, the collective tension of the thirty dancers sharpening the daggers their eyes jack squarely. Thank you, they uttered in unison. The broken record of accepting critique but not actually giving a damn. By the end of the week, we will know who is out and who is in. If you are cut before the end of the day, you are out. Do not come back tomorrow. The ferret clicked his tongue. Opening place else? Richard fell onto his bed with a hollow thud. His legs and back ached from twelve straight days of fourteen-hour rehearsals. Why is this so hard? He screamed into his pillow, wiggling his nub of a tail. The tiger looked up from the book he was reading over in the lumpy, overstuffed chair. Because you insisted you could do the rehearsals and still do the VIP room shifts at the bar? You said I could do it, Richard chuffed, kicking his legs into the air and then back onto the bed. Ryan chuckled and uncrossed his legs to push himself out of the chair. I also said he looked cute in a thong. You said it showed off my butt. I lied, I just wanted you to take them off so we could fuck. You look better in a jock. That explains where my thongs went. That is all, you are dismissed. The ferret tapped his claws against the clipboard. You have all survived. We open in three days. The dancers all grumbled. They'd all survived their weeks of hell, the skimped checks, and now the show was ready to reopen. The tension lessened with each step the ferret made towards the stage exit into the mess of tunnels around the theater. As the door latched shut behind him, a sigh filled the empty hall. Oh, thank fuck he's gone, cried out a badger. Another minute I might have killed him. At least he hasn't been riding your ass for three straight weeks. Pug your tails like these. If I hear that one more time, a puma grumbled, lifting his leg into a near-perfect standing split. My fucking claws don't work that way, asshole. He relaxed his foot, his claws shoving outward and contorting the delicate line of the split. The fucking claws stay in or it looks like shit. Richard chuckled. At least he isn't making you wear a tail extension. He twisted and started to remove the harness rigging that wrapped around his torso with straps down to a fake tail just above his own. Yeah, I don't envy you. That has to be weird. The puma put his leg down slowly, carefully retracting his claws before touching the stage. That's got to make things really weird. The first week or so, yeah, but if I want to be a serious dancer, I need a tail. Bullshit, snapped the badger. I hate that fucking species bullshit. You can dance without a fucking tail, just have to use your hips more. Chad walked over to the warm-up bar and began stretching out his legs. I know you can use those hips. I've seen that tiger you're always with. The puma let out a chuckle. Chad, stop. You're making him blush. Richard hurried himself out of the harness the rest of the way, trying to keep his face turned away from his friends. I, we're just friends. Right. Three years is just friends. Boy, don't think we all haven't noticed he's at every show, waits for you at the stage door after every show, walks you home almost every damn day. Chad started, his voice taking on the sharp tone of his kiki voice of his drag persona. 
and you've stopped wearing anything other than jock straps and dance belts. Don't think we haven't noticed. Leon, it was my turn to make him blush. Spring, 2008. Richard pressed against Ryan as they sat at the banquet table, the soft material of his tuxedo feeling nice against his cheek ruff. So they feed us, and then they get the awards. The tiger smiled broadly. You are so putting out for this, I hate wearing shoes. I promise to do whatever depraved thing you want tonight. Just let me have this, please. Ryan winked and lowered his voice, whispering into Richard's ear, I have been wearing this jock for two weeks straight. The chipmunk flushed, his eyes darting to see Chad and Leon whispering to each other and chuckling. Anything you two want to share with the class, purred Leon. Ryan cocked his head to the side and smiled wide. Just use your imagination, boys. But sorry, I'm only doing one-on-ones right now. The small-framed aardvark pulled the microphone down to a level it could pick him up. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for coming to the annual Dancers' Banquet. A small round of applause broke through the room, as though prompted by a teleprompter. For those of you who are new to these types of awards, all awards are for work done in 2006. Richard leaned over to whisper to Ryan. Apparently there are some people who are super confused, so they have to start every award show with this now. Really? Ryan blinked slowly. That's sad. The aardvark droned his way through the various awards and categories. Richard, listening attentively, on the edge of his seat, trying to distract himself from the tiger's mischievous paw rubbing at his groin. He whimpered into his water glass as he felt the delicate touch of a claw tugging on the zipper of his pants and worming its way into his strained and stained jock pouch. Stop it, he mouthed at Ryan. Make me, the tiger mouthed back. He dragged his claw against the material, carefully tearing it along the woven lines and releasing the chipmunk's swelling member to hang free in his slacks. And our final award of the evening, our final category, is Rising Star. This award is one of the most unusual awards we give each year because this is the category that all members of the Union weigh in on. It is the only category that we source this way. The aardvark cleared his throat. And the nominees for 2006-2007 Rising Star are Stephanie Graziel, Tyler Kirkpatrick, Cynthia Malflora, and Richard Andrews. Ryan leaned down, pressing his nose just against Richard's ear. Now you're really gonna get it tonight. The tiger slowly withdrew his paw, carefully zipping up the chipmunk's fly. The door to Richard's apartment barely closed before Ryan lifted him off the ground, pressing his maw against the chipmunks. I love you, he purred into the kiss. I love you too, Richard flushed. It was the first time he'd heard it, the first time they'd exchanged those words. Felt the tiger's claws against his shirt. Hey, hey, these are rentals. Ryan set him down and purred, busily kicking off his shoes and hastily removing his clothes. Right, deposit. Need back. He panted his words, strained as he licked his chops. 
He pushed his pants down and revealed what was once a white jock, stained slightly yellow from sweat and dried cum. Here's your treat, sport, he growled, pulling his thoughts to something coherent. If it's my treat, why isn't it in my mouth, growled Richard in return, dropping to his knees to lap and nuzzle at the strained pouch. His body shuddering happily at the rich, musky scent and the sharp, sweet and tangy flavor of the dampened material. Fall 2008 The leaves fell quietly, caught up in the crisp fall winds. Richard pulled the collar of his jacket up, his winter coat still growing in. Four fucking years and I'm still cold. I read somewhere it can take like ten years for our bodies to sink to a new climate, Ryan chuckled, still wearing his summer clothes, a muscle shirt, and shorts. I'll remember that in June, grumbled the chipmunk. So we finally have a day off together, and you wanted to come for a walk in the park? The tiger draped his arm over his boyfriend, pulling him against him. Here, I'm mostly grown in right now. The chipmunk's nostrils flared for a second catching the faintest hint of dried sweat. A flash of disappointment crossing his face. Well, a walk to start, and then... Dirty, kinky sex at my place? Ryan kissed the top of Richard's head. Richard flushed and pulled away from the tiger, his body no longer needing the extra warmth, the embarrassment handling that now. His eyes darted around the park, making sure no one heard them as they started up the hill to the bridge over one of the many artificial rivers in the park. Yes, well, maybe, but I had another idea first. Leaning on the railing of the bridge, he took in the odd little view, the forest inside the urban jungle. Ryan spun around, hopping up under the railing to sit and stare down at Richard, his tail thrashing in anticipation. I've seen the bathrooms here. We won't exactly be able to do that here. He rolled his eyes and looked at the tiger tapping his nose. Actually, there's an art house theater showing a marathon tonight, and since I finally read all those books you loaned me, the tiger's claws clanked against the stone railing, leaving grooves. How the ever-loving fuck did you get tickets to the Storm Warriors marathon? Richard smiled big and pushed himself up on his toes to kiss Ryan on the nose. I asked a friend for help. I love you. Fall 2009. Dance of the Seven Swords is obviously the best book in the entire series. Ryan fumbled through the pages of the book in his lap with his left hand, his right rubbing between Richard's ears, moving the chipmunk's face slightly lower, pressing the chipmunk's slight muscle against his jock-clad groin. I mean, obviously he's had a lot of time to improve on his writing style over the past 15 years. He let out a soft groan. That's the, yeah, that's the spot. Look, right there, sport. Richard struggled against Ryan's hand, pulling back and sitting on his haunches. Book talk or blowjob? Pick one. Blowjob, Ryan said sheepishly, putting the book to the side. The chipmunk nodded and leaned forward, happily lapping and nuzzling at Ryan's groin. Good choice. Book talk after blowjob? The tiger mewed, rubbing behind both of Richard's ears. The chipmunk grunted and rolled his eyes. Still can't get Lance to read them, can you? Ryan blushed a bit. Nah, he doesn't even like to hear me talk about them. Richard pulled back again and pressed his palms on Ryan's knees. Do you want to stay here tonight? Like old times?
Lance will get mad if I... Fuck him. Seriously, fuck him. You're staying over. Tell him you had too much to drink or something. The tiger nodded and grabbed his phone, typing out a quick message and hitting send. So, book talk and blowjob? He said with a wry smile. Nope, that level of geekdom is for boyfriend or greater level access. You'll have to do them in order or upgrade to the fuck and book talk package. Fall 2010 I got the part. That's great, honey, came the high-pitched squeal of a chipmunk over the phone. I am so proud of you. Richard panted. He'd just run up the stairs to his room to make the call, blowing past Penny, giving her an excited squeal of joy that he got the role. So, it's a four-year contract with Renew Option. I'm actually going to have my name printed in the playbill. My son, a real dancer on Broadway. Principal dancer. So were you doing anything to celebrate? Going out with that boyfriend of yours, the one I met last year? We, we broke up, Mom, remember? The line went quiet for a moment, the silence amplifying the embarrassment. You just talk about him so much, I thought. No, Mom, it's fine. We are great friends still. A sigh of relief came echoing over the line. Oh, good. I thought I'd just... Well, you know. He's picking me up a few hours, though. He's promised to take me to sushi to celebrate. Summer 2014 So that's the last box, Ryan purred happily as he loaded it into the small moving van and pulled the door closed. Need to take a look around one last time? I mean... Ten years of living here must be some kind of record. Richard looked back at the dancer's line, the smile spreading across his face once more, the same as it was when he'd arrived in the city. Nah, I want to remember it just like this, the same way it was when I got here. Well, I think that's a great idea, Sport. The chipmunk shuddered happily for a second. Are you sure it's okay I take over your lease? Yeah, I cleared it with the management company last week. They won't give you any trouble, and if they do, you can always have me talk to them. The tiger puffed out his chest, doing his best to be intimidating, after just having been soft and sweet. Richard leaned in the tiger and chuffed. You and CJ are getting serious, huh? Yeah, looks like it, sport. But today is about you. I mean, ten fucking years. Have you told Sully you're quitting? Doing one last shift. Tonight's jockstrap night gonna make an appearance. Well, I know where I'll be tonight, sport. This was the second and final part of Bear Ass Broadway by Ash Veliska, read for you by Rob McWolf, Werewolf Hitchhiker. As always, you can find more stories on the web at thevoice.dog or find the show wherever you get your podcasts. Happy Pride. And thank you for listening to The Voice of Dog.